0: is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. Our number two, 713-780-ESPN. Your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, at A.J. Is The Real, at Aaron Is Blitz, at Degenerates975. Can text the show, you know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN nine seven five. Miss the first hour? Eh, it's pretty much just us getting AJ riled up from College football. Can I, I do one more thing on this and then we'll move on? Yeah, I, I,
2: I want to respond to one thing also. But okay, well, well
1: you go first, because I'm I'm gonna tell you how the twenty fifteen season would have played out with the University of Houston.
2: Okay. Um it, Someone here on, I guess it was Twitch. I went back to Twitter for some reason. Uh, It was Bill who said there have been two four-seeds, Ohio State and Alabama, who were controversial selections to be the fourth seed and won a national championship. You know, okay, so I'll address those individually. The year that Alabama won as a four-seed, I don't know that anybody thought that was controversial. They were 11-1. and the next best team was an 11 and 2 Ohio State team. Uh, Ohio State lost another game. USC lost two games that year. It it wasn't all the only reason it was controversial is because two SEC teams got in, but they were 2-1 loss SEC teams getting in over a 2-loss team. I don't know that that was really controversial.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Ohio State getting in over Baylor and TCU was controversial but, outside exactly. of those two schools.
2: Outside of Baylor and TCU fan, yeah. no one thought, you know, I think Baylor and TCU are better than Ohio State no one thought that except for Baylor and TCU fan like I said more with this four team system it's usually pretty cut and dry who the four best team like there may be an argument if the three the top three are elite there may be an argument about who the fourth best team is it doesn't make me feel sorry for the fifth team the only way I'd feel sorry for the fifth team is if they were Five teams that had one loss. Yeah, and, then, then and they were they and, were somehow equal. And, and
1: that I mean that it's so rare that that's going to happen where you're you're picking apart things that way. They do that early in the season when they're doing the playoff rankings. You see them picking apart this loss yeah. versus this loss. But this year we knew. Yeah, we we, I, it, we it just,
2: knew that like we knew what Notre Dame was. We absolutely knew what Notre Dame was. I, I guess we gotta. In, that's the rules. We gotta invite a fourth team. Okay, well, I guess they can come, but we already know what's going to happen. I just feel like you're adding a bunch of teams that, well, we already know what's going to happen when they see one of these teams that are
1: actually title contenders. All right, so 2015, Houston would have been the 12th seed and would have played Iowa. They would have stomped Iowa's ass. Uh, You'd had uh, number 11 TCU against 6 Stanford. North Carolina, pre-Mac Brown, 10 versus Ohio State, 7. Florida State. Versus Notre Dame, 9-8. The winner of Houston, Iowa, which would have been Houston, would have played number four Oklahoma. Hmm. Mm. They already played number four Oklahoma that year. So then, let's say they upset them again. Then they'd get number one Clemson. That probably wouldn't have gone so well. See, I thought... uh, I think they would have been higher than a 12 seed, but whatever.
2: I didn't think they... I thought they were ranked like... Because it feels like the highest they got that year was like 17 or something. No, no, they
1: were top 10. They were almost, uh, they were like six or seven at one point. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So. Well, I stand corrected. I I didn't think they, I I, I
2: didn't think they, uh, no, they did get up to eight. Like, I guess that was like their,
1: their end of year ranking, but. Yeah, but they were, they were higher than that because they lost late in the season and that dropped them to like 12, I think and they i think they finished the season 8th. Okay, here it is.
2: So they when once they got to 5 and 0, they got ranked 24th. Uh then they were 6 and 0, they were 21st. 7 and 0, they were 18th. 8 and 0, they stayed 18th. For some reason they dropped to 24 when they went 9 and 0 and beat Memphis. That was a 1 point win, but yeah. That usually doesn't drop you. And then uh, they were 19th when they played UConn and lost. Huh. And then that draw, they only
1: you dropped know what? them it to was 21. The, it, was, it was the next year that they got in the top 10 before they fell apart and went nine and four. Okay. Yeah. Because they, yeah. Cause they, they did win. Uh, uh, they, they won a big game early. I think they beat Oklahoma again. Yeah. So this and Houston
2: team wouldn't have made it because well, they, but
1: they were 12th in the playoff rankings. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. just
2: looking at their AP rank. They were 14th in the AP rankings. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that that's why they're in there. All right. But that's just for fun. All <laughs> right. Uh, we can we can move on to something else.
2: And I will say this though, and and that year they they played uh, Florida State in the Peach Bowl, and that's one of those games like we've talked about before, the Boise Oklahoma game, yeah. like uh. where one team shows up and really it's really important to that team, and it's not as important to the other. Those probably go away now. So, yeah, I, you got to be careful what power, non power five guy needs to be careful what he wishes for because now you're going to play a team that actually gives a bleep in the chicken bowl or the peach bowl or whatever stupid bowl you go to. It's not always the same. And I'm not saying that none of those teams can ever beat a power five team, they certainly can, but you're going to get that team's best shot, which you typically don't.
1: Yeah, I, I, agree with that it, it'll take away a gambling angle that I love yeah but you know, otherwise I mean I think it's uh, I, I, I'm okay with it I, I can't get you know, it's not that I'm in love with the idea but I, I've come around on it I just just stop it there that's all if because if you do start making more and more and more uh, now you are going to start affecting the re- regular season in terms of how many games you have and you know, and I do think it becomes it becomes a real mess and just because you can pull it off in the FCS doesn't mean you can necessarily pull it off at this level. Yeah. And, you know, but I I do think if you're making a change, now's the time to do it coming off of last year where you couldn't do all the bowls and stuff like that. Yep. But. Uh, yeah. And you're right.
2: that So the year that they played Oklahoma was the next year. And that's the year they beat Oklahoma and Louisville, who were both ranked third
1: at the time. And, and UH knocked lost, them both off. Lost SMU. And lost to Navy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's because Tom Herman already had his uh his, his place in Austin by then. Are we then. blaming
2: Tom Herman for the, the failures? Come on, Fred.
1: Eh, I'm just saying. He, he'd already made up his mind. He was gone.
2: But they did. They got all the way up to number six that year. Yeah.
1: yeah, And then fell apart. Yeah. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number. I'm guessing you haven't had a chance to watch Loki yet since you just got back. No, definitely not. It, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's...
2: Yeah, how, how many episodes can I watch? One? One. Yeah, I hate Disney Plus. I hate it. I don't like that man. Like, why? This is why Netflix just poops on Disney Plus and Amazon Prime. They just say, "Hey, man, you're an adult. You want to watch all these episodes now? You can. Go ahead." Well, like, does he has, Is Disney Plus scared I'm going to cancel my subscription? Like, oh, watched all of Loki. I'm out. Saving my ten bucks. Come on, man. Let me make a, an adult decision to watch eight consecutive hours of
1: television. So let me do it. No, I I kind of uh, I, I'm not canceling because I've kind of have it bundled with ESPN yeah. Plus and yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I'm just, just I'm not watching any of that Loki until there's more to watch. I, I enjoyed episode one. I'll just I don't doubt that I'm going to like you, it. You're going to like it. I think. I just don't like the way they do things. That's all I'm uh, saying.
1: I, I I can agree with that. Thank all you. right, first time you've agreed with me all day. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. You know. I mean, you've saved up a lot of vitriol, so we had to get it out of the way. All right, quick break. It's The Blitz at ESPN 975925.
0: You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I can explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And twisted this rash is mine Mother not up what you heard it's what you hearing what you what you hearing listen it's what you hearing listen it's what you hearing listen you're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back
1: on The Blitz. Father's Day is coming, so get Dad roses. Four of them, that is. Four roses bourbon whiskey. Or is that somebody brought up earlier in the week? If you get him three, That's a dozen roses. Uh, to help celebrate, ESPN 97.5 and the Blitz are having a Father's Day tasting event hosted by us, featuring Four Roses bourbon whiskey. The event will be in the ESPN 97.5 lobby on Wednesday, June 16th from 7 to 9 p.m. Right now is your chance to win a spot for you and a guest. So at 521, we'll go with caller number four. You'll get to hang out on Wednesday night. How about that? Sounds great. Yeah, everybody's going to want to hang out with you yeah
2: i don't know about that yeah
1: because you're leaving and they, you know and it's like and you love being around people so much oh yes so something i always uh i always try to do mm-hmm. there you go you're gonna get your chance <laughs> that's right so uh did you see first off a little shout out to the golden knights last night for going over and uh mm-hmm. taking care of colorado well, my new uh my new second favorite hockey team. Yeah, there you go. So you're uh, you're on to the semifinals. Are they going to win? I, I think so. Yeah. The, they're playing those hosers. They're playing OGs, the Canadians. And the the only thing I'd say I think the Knights are significantly better than Montreal. However, there's something about that, that jersey, just like it's like the Yankee pinstripes, right? You see it and you don't play as well. And for some reason that C turns into an S in the playoffs. So that's the only thing that worries me is there is kind of a mystique to those guys. Uh, And, you know, they've got an elite goalie playing at an elite level. And that happens. You can beat anybody. But I think the Knights are better. And I think the Knights just beat. I think the three best teams left were Boston, who, who lost to the Islanders. Tough matchup for them because of the way the Isles play. The Avs and the Knights. So I think you're down to... Um, I still think the Knights may be the best team left, I, although Tampa's, Tampa's really coming around now at the end of the season too. But, uh, yeah. And then the Islanders are the other team? Uh, the Islanders are interesting as hell because their coaches won a Stanley Cup with the Capitals. They play a very, very disciplined defensive game. and they, Their
2: coach is the old Predators coach, right? Yeah, Barry yeah, yeah. Barry Trotz, yeah. yeah.
1: And that, they're just as well-coached as anybody in hockey. They play great defense, and they're hard to... Uh, they're hard to beat if you only score a couple goals. So I don't know if they can sustain that for every series the way they did against the Bruins. But I, I think it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm really excited about uh, uh this particular group of four. And I'm also, you know, still steaming because the Maple <laughs> Leafs did exactly what I thought they'd do. You called it. Oh well. So uh do you see there's a quarterback who uh is backing off from his alleged trade demand?
2: He never made a demand. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Uh... And
2: also, he must not have heard the rumors that he had made a demand. So he didn't address them until, what, three months later?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I heard people said I wanted out of here. Me, me and Pete, we're fine. We're as good as can be.
1: Yeah, Russell Wilson, not uh, not Air Humpers, who we're talking about. No,
2: no, he actually does want
1: to. <laughs> yeah, as far as we know. But he says, uh, I did not request a trade. I've always wanted to play here. Not, not frustrated at all about the offensive line. Dwayne Brown is one of my closest friends, man. Says his relationship with Pete Carroll's never been better. There you go. Lots of one-on-one time with the coach this offseason. Hey, now. See, now if Deshaun had done that with his coach instead of masseuses.
2: No, I I think Deshaun's one on one time is inappropriate for a work
1: relationship. Oh, okay, but maybe not Pete Carroll. Uh, well,
2: <laughs> I don't I don't think Pete would have liked it either. I I just don't think their one on one time was the same as what Deshaun had in
1: mind. I don't know. It's it's a special relationship. All right, you say so. I mean, just I I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I mean that now everything's just great. Do you think that's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? No,
2: no, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's going to happen with Deshaun. That they're gonna, well, Deshaun we I've said all along, he may come around to the fact that there's nowhere else for him to go. So he may do that thing where he just says, you know what? I just love football. I want to get out there and play football, period. That, I could see that happening. I think Aaron Rodgers is he's pretty um he's pretty open about things. Yeah. And he's drugged teammates into hating the Packers too. So uh I don't I don't think there's any going back on that one.
1: Yeah, although I, I still I still think I think he's being a baby. Sure, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're mad about.
2: I don't either. It's, I, I do understand the frustration with drafting a quarterback. If you're the quarterback, I don't blame the the Packers for doing it because it was looking like his reign of terror was coming to an end. Now you can you can argue and say, well. If you're going to draft somebody, don't draft Jordan Love. Well, no that's, like, that's yeah. Don't trade up into the first round to draft Jordan Love. The,
1: the first round, the uh, Davis Mills of the first yeah, round. Yeah. So
2: th- that part I, I'd understand him being frustrated with, but uh, the it was clear that he was no. It looked like he was no longer going to be an elite, elite NFL quarterback, and he turned it around to his credit. But you can't act like the the previous years didn't happen because you were able to turn it around.
1: Man, you've won an MVP, made it to two straight conference championship games. And you know, you had more Pro Bowlers than anybody else around you, so I, I don't I don't know what you're I don't know what you're bitching about. So can I uh I give you a couple of numbers from things here. I'm a numbers guy. The uh Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul disaster. oh, oh God, I watched that. Did you? Oh I have great regrets about it too. Uh well apparently they sold Shame. one million pay per view buys. That's what they say. Yeah well Um, I I mean, I could, I could see why. I mean, I, although I still don't understand how people could watch a Floyd fight against a clown and it's boring and they're bitching about it. I mean, that's what Floyd is. He's always been boring. Yeah. He's great, but he's, he's not got ever, never knocks people out. He just sits there and you never hit him and it's no fun to watch because the guy never gets hit. But yeah, so he made uh, he made a decent coin on that and laughed at everybody for buying it so uh an estimated 50 million was what it uh came to and we're talking about loki the uh by far the biggest uh amount of viewers of the the marvel shows oh really uh the the wednesday premiere drew eight hundred ninety thousand u.s households which uh is the largest u.s u.s premiere day audience for any of marvel's disney plus shows so, it bested uh, both Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. All right. So, there you go. It, it, it also beat the four-day premiere weekend of Cruella, but that was only available for twenty nine ninety nine. So, um, Which, I'm, I'm sure they got a bunch of sales You on said that. it was a good value, though. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, uh, very well done. And, you know what? I, I mean, we were talking about this last night with some friends. So yeah, you spend twenty nine ninety nine, but if I go to the movie theater, that's what you are going to do. I am going to spend at least that much, and that way I can sit there in my own home, drinking my own alcohol, eating your own popped corn that you can yeah. throw at Russell Westbrook. Yeah, exactly. So 780 ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. And um, yeah, although the one criticism that everybody keeps saying is that Cruella's is not evil enough. But it's kind of an origin story, you know. I mean, I, I thought it was—I thought it was pretty good. I, I and I like evil. I mean, her name is Cruella. You kind right. of
2: ex, you expect the worst out of her.
1: Well, she did try. Although, to, how did
2: her parents know she was going to be so bad to name her Cruella? Well, and I don't—I
1: don't, I don't want a spoiler alert, but that she she kind of was bipolar. Oh, and so she's two different people. Oh, yeah. so her real name is Rebecca. Uh, no, it's something like uh, Estella. I don't remember exactly what it was. Cause, gotcha. Because Cruella was much more interesting. You can spoil it for me. I'm
2: I'm almost certain I'll never watch that movie.
1: Uh, I bet when it's free, you'll watch it. It's it's
2: it, it, it's. I'll it's bet
1: when I'm free, when it's free, my wife and kids will watch it. Okay, and you might be in the same room. You, you that's know that's possible. Yeah, you could be wandering through there, and hey, look. Uh, and, and and I'll just say if. You were one of those people who after one hundred and one Dalmatians said, ah, I gotta get a Dalmatian. After you watch this one, nope. You're not gonna want one. Just say that. That that's my only spoiler. All right. Seven one three seven eight oh ESPN is your number, seven one three seven eight oh three seven seven six. And uh I've got uh several things, several directions we can go. I I got some uh NFL stuff we can do. I've got some uh um i got some non-sportsy stuff i got let's I, talk
2: some nfl okay. we haven't talked any nfl since i got back okay uh
1: we will do that and uh be nice to be able to toast with the four roses here but guess what we did we drank it all yesterday i've got some in my office oh really well yeah. mm, maybe maybe uh maybe that's oh you've, and you've got the small batch don't you yeah that's and that's such a great gift for father's day and if you're looking for something that's not going to break you and that they're going to enjoy. And, hey, guess what? You, you, get, you give your dad a, a bottle of Four Roses, you can drink it with him. It's a win-win. And uh, they've got a great, great bunch of, of – uh, uh, you can mix up cocktails that they've got them all over the, the website at fourrosesbourbon.com slash summer. So go buy the bottle. You can get it at Specs or really any of your liquor stores. And then go to the website, make up some cocktails, drink them with your dad. Does that not sound like a great Father's Day? It does to me. Son, are you listening? That would be a great idea. And uh, they, uh, they've been around since 1888. They've got so many great products. Uh, plenty, plenty of drink recipes online at 4RosesBourbon.com. And uh, make sure you ask for it whenever you go to your liquor store. 4Roses Bourbon, 4RosesBourbon.com.
0: Blocking the hood. Of Course that takes a little walk on the wood. First turn in the hood, they cure Four and cry about five and jerk. ESPN. 97, 5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 975. And on ESPN 925. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. 713 780. ESPN is your number if you want to get in. You know what? I've got another bourbon giveaway. I'm not doing it now. You're going to have to hang around. It could happen anytime between now and. And six fifteen. Or maybe even six sixteen. I don't know. We'll just have to see. All right, so we talked about a little NFL and uh the uh USA Today did one burning question for every AFC team heading into the season. Okay. So I betting you can guess what most of these are, or at least within the ballpark. So like I'll give you I'll like give, the Texans is the easiest one. Yeah, right? but like the Patriots it's
2: uh, pay, uh, Cam Jones or or Mac or Cam Newton or Mac Jones, right?
1: It's can yeah. That's basically it. So that one's pretty easy. So your Buffalo Bills. See if you can guess that one.
2: Um, it's either can they can the running game improve enough or. Was Josh Allen's MVP esque season fool's gold?
1: Yeah, can Josh Allen avoid statistical regression? They That's say, a nice way of they, putting yeah, it. Yeah, they put it very nicely that way. I I, I still think the run game, but uh, all right, Miami Dolphins is is two of the guy or ding not. ding 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 ding. You sure you're not reading this over there? Yeah. Okay. Here's here's one for you. The New York
2: Jets. Um. It's got to be something about Zach Wilson. Uh, Is is Zach Wilson ready for the the bright lights? I don't know.
1: That's what it should have been. It's actually, how good will this young coaching staff be? I'll take the flip side. How bad will this young coaching staff be? They could be awful. But, yeah, the the new coaching staff, I think, is fair. Are they going to be worse than Adam Gase? I would say almost 0% chance. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. This one's a little... What wide receivers
2: will step up for Lamar Jackson?
1: Yeah, that that's really close. Can Rashad Bateman be a difference maker in his rookie season? Which, you know, that applies to that. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Uh, I think it's, if is Joe Burrow healthy or it's about
1: Zach Taylor? Why is Zach Taylor still here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably would have said the
1: Joe Burrow question, but the Zach Taylor one also is a good yeah. fit. Uh, he basically, the highlight of his resume is he's Sean McVay's friend, according to them. Okay. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Is Baker Mayfield
2: ready to break out?
1: Yeah. How good is Baker Mayfield? Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Has, has been hit the wall when we get the old Ben Roethlisberger back. Boy, you're, oh,
2: that's different than the way it, I like.
1: But it's close enough. I mean, that's, okay, uh, you're 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 batting pretty well on this. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, I bet. I bet I a Carson Wentz yeah. question. What car, what Carson Wentz are we going to get? Tennessee Titans.
2: I, I, man, I'm guessing it's it's got to be something about Julio Jones. The Julio Jones edition.
1: Mm, no, no, not.
2: Um.
1: Maybe it's about the secondary? Will the defense actually be better? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a fair one. The My beloved Jacksonville Jaguars. Is Tim Tebow the
2: next Rob Gronkowski? Uh, my guess is it's something about um, Urban Meyer's schemes
1: working at the NFL level. Yeah, almost exactly. Uh, the, the Texans, we don't need to. Do-ish. How do they word it? Uh, will Deshaun Watson ever play football again? Oh, okay. I, I mean, that seems a bit extreme. But, you know, I mean, there's 22 of them. Okay, Broncos. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke starts. Will will Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater be starting at quarterback? Ding, ding, ding. Las Vegas Raiders. <sighs> it, it feels like this, the, the question every year.
2: Is Derek Carr the the franchise
1: quarterback? Can Gus Bradley make the defense at least mediocre? Okay. Probably a fair question. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers will be very similar
2: to the Josh Allen question. Is Justin Herbert really what we saw?
1: Uh, And also worded very nicely, can Justin Herbert stave off the regression monster? I didn't know there was a regression monster, but yeah, I'm scared to death of him. Uh, Kansas city chiefs,
2: <sighs> how will Patrick Mahomes respond to lose I don't know. Eh, it's a, that's a, it, it's a Mahomes
1: one. Will Patrick Mahomes stay healthy and upright? Okay. Cause I mean, if he's healthy, yeah, they're fine. But, uh, I did pretty good at that game. Yeah, I know. I think there were only two of them that you, I think they're pretty obvious for the most part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if those questions are burning me. No. You know, but. But they
2: are the questions that I mean really need to be answered. And I, I think they're legitimate and on most of the for most of them, like the the Josh Allen ones, a real question. Like if if he's not what he was last year, the buck, the Bills aren't a contender. No. Um. And it, and we've seen a lot of quarterbacks have a great first year, Bob Griffin, and then turn into a pumpkin,
1: it, uh, or, or have a, or have a great second or third year and sure. then turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, Carson Wentz.
2: So I, I think the, the questions about Herb, I, I love Justin Herbert. I think there's, there's legitimacy to asking the question, though.
1: Yeah, and yeah you know, that's, that's the thing. It's, it's always, now that you've got a year's worth of, of film on a guy, then they're going to take away some things that he does well, and he has to adjust to them. And some guys are great at that, and some guys never do. So right, there you go. That's, that's my NFL. Although I have some other stuff, like Xavier uh, Howard still unhappy in Miami. And, uh, man, that's a guy. What do, you, what do you think you could get for him? I don't even know.
2: I, I mean, listen, All I think everything's kind of um, – I've, I've learned that I don't know what trade value is anymore. Do you? Mm. What did you think Julio Jones would go for?
1: Well, considering the contract and the injuries, I think that was about right. That's what you expected? Yeah. I mean, it's not like Stephon Diggs, who's younger – Yeah. I mean, that's, I I think that was. But they knew they were going to have to pay Stefan Diggs, too. Yeah. But, I mean, the, it it would have been hard for a lot of these teams to get Jones under the cap. So the fact that the, the Falcons didn't have to eat money. Yeah. On it, I think that's, that's pretty much a fair deal at this point. So 713, 780. ESP number 713-780-3776. But yeah, they have like uh um the some of these trades are really dumb, like uh, the Dolphins would trade Howard and Tua and three first round picks for Russell Wilson. No. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> that's that's just absurd. Let, let's resurrect the the old deal that that's the, was yeah, out old, there. That's literally so, the old Deshaun deal. Yeah, so, uh it, sub in Russell Wilson and sub out air
2: humper um it was it would have been crazy for them to do that then it would be crazy for them to do
1: that now yeah they're too close um i mean that would certainly i think that that would make him a super bowl contender but i mean we just saw russell wilson say he don not he's not he doesn't want to get traded no what the hell so um and uh did you see your buddy uh jonathan joseph retired yeah,
2: listen, man. That's a uh, dude. We've talked about this before. One of the one of the few bright spots as far as the history of Texans free agent signings. Yeah, good player. He good dude. Also, yeah. Um, it felt like when they got Jonathan Joseph, it felt like he was um elite. And I guess maybe like there were there was a year maybe where he it was twenty maybe 2015 he felt borderline elite, but like 2011, 2012 it, his first couple years, it felt like, man, this guy is really it, but after those first couple years, it felt like, oh, it's a really good player, yeah, and he was a really good player and he he wasn't you know some kind of shutdown, you can't throw his way guy but especially now in hindsight it's like man what what would you give for a guy like that now just who let's say he's let's say he's the 10th or 12th best corner in the league i mean comparing that to and let's 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 say that he that's what he was on average yeah. in the in the 8 years or whatever he was here compared to what they've had since he's left in the, in the two years that he was gone, it's like oh my god, it, he he was a godsend. I, I mean, it was just it 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 was nice to know that. Okay, well the number one guy is probably not just going to take a dump on you. Yeah, I mean they'll have to have someone well, else. Beat
1: and, you. and even at the end, he, you could kind of tell he he knew where to be. He just wasn't fast enough to get there anymore, and it was it was a little sad to see. But he, well, if you watched him in Tennessee, it was really sad to see. And if you
2: it, and I, he hardly got on the field last year for Arizona I, and I don't know how much of that was injury how much of that was he just wasn't there but overall fantastic career and it's funny I still and I, I you know I, I guess I still think of him his best years being with the Bengals but I don't think that's statistically true no, I, he's I think his best nine years. years with, yeah. yeah his best years were with the Texans so he he's got to be on the list of I mean, if you made a list of top ten Texans of all time, he's probably on it, right?
1: Let's see: Jack Easterby, no; Cal McNair, no; uh, Nick Casario, no. I'm not David, a draft expert. David Cully, Bill O'Brien, Davis Mills, Davis Mills. Um, who's who's the, the 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 tight end they drafted from Miami that everybody thinks can play? Brevin <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> um, no, I think if, if definitely he belongs in the top ten. I mean, he's like a he's a Ring of Honor guy, right? I don't know. I mean, to me, and we always get this when we talk about stuff like the Hall of Fame, things like that. I, if you need to have at least been an All Pro once or twice in your career for me to put you in my Ring of Honor.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: And I mean, he was a Pro Bowler, but he was never All Pro. I think he was so, the second team. Um, pro. But yeah, but I mean, I, I and I need to be yeah. more than once, in nope. my opinion. So, you know, obviously. Andre JJ, um, Aaron Foster to me is top five for sure. Especially now that we, it looks like air humpers never playing for him again. Yeah. He, I mean, he would have clearly been in there. Um, and then, then where do you go from there? I mean, I, I think he's in the next group with, with like clowny and those types. Yeah. I'm not even sure Clowney makes a list cause he wasn't here long enough. I mean, Brian Cushing had a long career here and was rookie yeah. of the year. Um, you had some guys at the very beginning who were good players, like Aaron Glenn. Um, so I, I mean, but I think he's probably at the top of that kind of group. Okay. Um, trying to think of anybody else, and uh, you know what's funny is how close Dwayne they, Brown, Dwayne Brown, him? yeah, Dwayne Brown. He's on. He's in the ring, right?
2: Uh, he's been an All Pro.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's probably.
3: You're gonna have to mend some fences before he'll come back for that. Ceremony. Oh yeah. yeah, he ain't coming back
2: mm-hmm. for it. But it, it, I don't think Arian is either. Um,
1: Uh, Arian, Arian's another one to me that if you're going to put somebody in there, he should be there. But
2: I, I'm like, to me, it's JJ, Arian, Dwayne Brown, Andre, Andre Johnson, those, those, those four guys. Oh, did I say JJ?
1: Yeah. You said, yeah,
2: those four guys. That's the four. That's your four.
1: Are you reminded every time you look at your JJ jersey in your office? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I framed it actually. (laughs) It's there. It says AJ. Thanks for all the everlasting support.
1: No, it's just love. You've become very famous. Love, JJ. 9 9. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the is, DeAndre, I, I don't know. If, uh, I don't think so. I mean, he wasn't, he wound up not being here long enough. I mean, because, I mean, Clowney was here for five years. Yeah. And, uh, but Hopkins was a better player for his sure. five years than, than Clowney was. Yeah. I mean, Clowney was. Never elite. He was good. Really I guess good. Hopkins, Hopkins was here for seven years. Yeah, maybe so. It's maybe pretty good so. run. Uh, 5,000 yard seasons in that time. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, three I'll, time All Pro. He, he hits your criteria. I'll listen to that. Yeah. Doesn't feel like he was here that long. It doesn't. So, Hockey Dan says J. Joe's the best free agent signing ever for the Texans. Yeah. And you know, they wanted Namdi Asimov. Yeah, and they wound up getting Jonathan Joseph and Daniel Manning and pretty much fixed their secondary. So,
2: yeah, I'm trying to think of, of a a better one. Oh, well, Aaron Foster is the best free agent signing. In yeah,
1: room. but he was he was an undrafted rookie free agent. Right, he, but he, he was a free agent. Yeah, but I mean, I think But
2: as far as like real like established guys that they went out and spent real money on, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's him. Not Ed Reed. No, <laughs> Amon Green. No. All right.
2: Antonio Smith was a pretty good one, but yeah. he wasn't as good as, as J. Joe.
1: All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 92.5.
0: Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. Oh. This is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. Ah! You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And
1: uh, time for the Zadog Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of
2: the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. This is of the Day.
1: All right, so I've I've, I've been thinking about the Gym of the Day jingle. I, I think we should keep it, but we should have somebody famous do the jingle because you have to be somebody <laughs> more famous than AJ, as far and uh, a musician. We got a lot of good ones here in town.
3: I was going to say, is Tom Jones on cameo? Because that would be a Tom Jones. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, that would be a pretty awesome Tom Jones.
3: I'm going to look at the most famous singers, like old school singers like that on Cameo. We might. They're going to have to pay money. me
2: to cover my song. That's a song that I wrote, lest you guys forget.
3: I thought it was Property of Gal Media. I, and I, I wrote that, is, yeah. that in
2: like 15 it's, seconds. I, and you know what? You it just know, came
1: I, to me. Listen, it's always the artist that gets screwed. Yeah, It's always the label that makes the money. Guess what we are? You're right. the label. All right. You're the artist. Uh, well, aside from that, uh, I, I call myself a gambling degenerate. I think that's a fair description. Would you? Would you agree? Yeah. How about you? Same thing. I don't know if I'm a degenerate. Yeah, you're a degenerate. Uh, kind of, I guess. Yeah. I think even Aaron's a degenerate gambler. Uh, here's what I haven't done yet. Apparently, there's so much b- money being bet on table tennis Ooh. that people are getting arrested for match fixing. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. April saw eight. Yeah
2: wise guys eight
1: point nine six million dollars bet on the sport in colorado alone the fourth largest largest wager for any sport in the state uh in march they they hit 8.8 million more than twice as much as betting on mma and in january the total bet was 11.8 million more than any college football bowl game or nhl game on the slate uh but then uh they have uh Also had to arrest people for match fixing. Mm. In other words, uh, because police alleged that this guy was ahead head of a betting syndicate and used his inside knowledge to gain information about table tennis matches in Ukraine that had a predetermined outcome. In other words, they knew who was going to win the match before they put the bets on. We can show through evidence gained during the strike force that direct money transfers from the head of the syndicate were sent to people very, very closely linked to those table tennis games in Ukraine. So I'm guessing the people linked to the table tennis games are probably the players. Could be. So just be careful if you're going to bet on Ukrainian table tennis. I won't. And that is your Sadock Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the
2: Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Jewelers Gym of the Day.
1: Hockley Dan says AJ just said he doesn't didn't think he's a, he was a gambling degenerate and he's leaving to run a gambling podcast network. Think about that, AJ.
2: Like degenerate means that like, and there was a time in my life where I certainly was like, if I didn't have action, I was I I, I felt weird. But then I started to look at it more like a business and an investment, and I don't know that I'm a real degenerate anymore. I don't bet on baseball anymore. I don't bet on basketball
3: anymore.
1: Like, there's some people who didn't, bet- didn't. Didn't you just line somebody up to do a golf betting podcast? It doesn't mean I'm betting. Yeah, on Yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't matter. You're 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 enabling other people. You've
3: been betting with us on golf. Yeah, twenty bucks.
1: Oh, that's still. Oh, you right, know what? For fine. some for some people, twenty bucks is a lot of money. All right. You know what? There, I saw a homeless dude today. I bet you that twenty bucks would have gone a long way for him. I bet it would have. So.
2: I'd pay 20, I'd pay that 20 bucks for someone to track down the guy who smacked my truck today well, in fact I'd pay 200 bucks
1: hmm huh interesting
3: yeah to have p- a lot of vigilantes out there looking for oh, yeah. bars I hope I, oh, yeah
2: I hope you guys find him
3: <laughs>
1: yeah that's that I mean that kind of works let's put a let's put a bounty on the guy what do you think?
2: I don't even know the make and model. I know it was like a
1: maroon sedan, which is going to narrow it down quite a bit. Could you see if it was like a male or a female driving? No, of that. I mean, it had to be a male. Women don't
2: swerve around you at a hundred miles an hour trying uh, to in the in the oncoming traffic lane. Uh, oh, maybe they do. I mean, I I, I usually- you know what would have been the best is if that guy like on the hit and run like his license plate had fallen off. How come that never happens when you need it to? It only happens in movies. That's true. In a movie, his license plate would have fallen off and I would have said, ha, gotcha.
1: Bitch. Son of You, you slapped a bitch on eat it. Eat my yeah. balls. But, yeah. you know, you know what? I'm going to go, it probably was a man. And because I'm going to go ahead and, and just stereotype here. Men get real angry and try to run around, drive around people when they're in a hurry. Yeah. So that would be a man move. If it were someone who just ran into you because she, were, she was looking at her phone, uh, posting on Instagram, then it would be a woman. Rezzy says maybe it was an intern. No.
0: Eh.
1: But, you know, it's obviously somebody with no insurance. Yep. Uh, and he's a horrible person. Or wow. she. Yeah. I'm going to go with a he. Uh, I just, you know, but with the limited evidence that I have. Now I could go out there and kind of scout the accident scene after the show and maybe see what I can come up with. Okay. You know, because I watch a lot of Law and Order, I might be able to figure this out. So the college football thing we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, the expansion could increase the average annual value of the event from about six hundred million to more than two billion dollars. Well, There's now you the see reason why they're for. doing it. Can't really argue with that.
2: You know, I tweeted out the other day. Like, did you guys see? Uh, Kevin Durant and PJ Tucker getting each other's grills last night. Yeah, I tweeted out last night a photo of it and was like, I wonder who would win if they threw down. I I was clearly being what I thought was obviously facetious. Now, like literally everybody's like, oh, PJ for show winning that one. Got to say PJ probably beats him. Uh, PJ all the way. Like, no kidding. I didn't know there was a question. I was, was, it was a joke. (laughs) The, the joke was that Kevin Durant's arms don't even look like real human arms. It yeah. looks like a, like if you took a... like You guys remember, at least Aaron, you probably... Maybe, I don't know, you guys are older and younger than me. When I was a kid, I had these toys called He-Man. Like He-Man, the masters of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. And He-Man was a big swole-up dude. Imagine you you took He-Man's arms off and put on G.I. Joe arms. Now, the G.I. Joe figure is much smaller and thinner. That's what Kevin Durant looks like. It looks like a normal body. I mean, he's a he's a thin dude to begin with. But his arms are so skinny, they don't even look like they belong to his already gaunt body.
1: It's very, yeah, and, very and odd. And let's not forget, the guy can't... Look bench- at that photo. No, but he can't bench press an empty beer can. Yeah, he, he's he's as weak as they come. Look at those and, arms. I know,
3: he'd get... What did you think about Lance's line that he put on that fight?
2: Oh, he
3: had B.J. He Tucker minus seven fifty and uh, Durant plus five hundred, I believe.
2: I think that's very generous to to Kevin. I think Kevin knows. he' think he's up in the Holly Home versus they, Ronda Rousey range? They know each other, and Kevin Kevin is fully aware of how that ends. If it's one v one,
1: Kevin knows where that's going. I kind of feel like. Kevin's one of those guys that, like, that we did the human versus which animal we thought humans could beat. Mm-hmm. I, I we'd probably get through almost the entire NBA before we'd find somebody Kevin Durant could beat in a fight. <laughs> There's a, it, not many. <laughs> All right, quick break. It's
0: a blitz at ESPN 97.5 If you can't get enough of your favorite ESPN 97.5 show, we've got just the thing for you. And it's not f-ing safe for work. Won't somebody- Children. For all the uncensored interaction, head over to twitch.tv ESPN 97.5. Say what?